0: Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com Wondery. You can live out your MasterChef dreams.
1: I'm Megan Segura.
2: And I'm Eric J. Mack. And
1: this is The Daily Dish, Bravo's official podcast. So Eric, I really want us to talk about the Shaws of Sunset finale. Mm -hmm. But I think we should start with the fact that it's Mother's Day and
2: Gigi just
1: became a mom.
2: I know. I'm so excited. She welcomed her first child, baby boy Elijah, on April
1: 27th. It has to be so strange For anyone who's going through the process of having a child right now, you know, in your self-quarantine, it's just got to be strange. But we do know that via Watch What Happens Live, Adam and Reza house-partied with her yesterday and got to see the baby.
2: Yeah, and I know a lot of people are also doing it for friends' birthdays where they're organizing, like, drive-bys with signs and celebrating different events because people can't be close together, but they can still... As long as you're six feet apart, it's totally fine. So I know some of uh, the Shaw's cast also showed up at her house with signs to give her and Elijah a nice little welcome home, which is sweet.
1: Yeah, so happy Mother's Day to Gigi and all our moms out there.
2: Absolutely. Now, let's get into the drama that was this season of Shaw's.
1: I mean... I think the whole season, it was like I kind of went through this emotional roller coaster of understanding why Reza and MJ were not in real time speaking. But then we got to a certain point in the season where they had, you know, this meeting and then it felt like things were getting better. And then in Hawaii, they had this great conversation and he said he would drop all the charges. And I was like, oh, why aren't they talking? Like, clearly things are okay. Right. And then we get to the finale and find out that Reza actually wasn't going to drop the restraining order. And MJ, like, gave this line that's like, I will burn down this house if you don't <laughs> drop everything. And I was like, okay, now I get it.
2: Well, oh. also further proof that that house is haunted because nothing good has come. No offense, yeah. Sarah, but Sorry, your Sarah. house is cursed.
1: <laughs> you need to get some sage in there ASAP.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, the whole thing, too, is really difficult. It's it's tough to watch a friendship of 30 years fall apart like this and just knowing how many factors were involved, how many people were involved, but knowing that it was this sort of final thing where the restraining order was not going to be revoked. I mean, how can a friendship recover from that? If there's an actual legal barrier in the way, there's really no coming back from that.
1: Right. I mean, yeah, it's like Reza couldn't go to MJ, Sip and because. Tommy was there, obviously, as the father of the child. And if he has a restraining order against him, you know, it's impossible.
2: Side note, the concept of a sip and see, yay or nay? Yay. I, I like it better yay.
1: than a baby shower.
2: 100%. I feel like it's way more fun because the baby's already there. So it's like a debut party, like very debutante style. My
1: mom can drink if she wants.
2: Absolutely. And that's like bring the presents then. Like that is the real time for celebration. In advance, it's always, I don't know, baby showers can feel so forced when you're just trying to like put on the smile and be excited. But everyone's excited when they actually meet a baby for the first time. Yeah. So I, I am hate,
1: hate a baby shower.
2: <laughs> Do you know what my friend Janelle and I talk about all the time? And no shade to anyone who does this, but we just think it's funny when they someone has a baby and they roll out like month one and it's a picture of the baby all like squirmy and then like month two. And I'm just like, at which point does it stop? Like how many months is it? Okay, we can't be doing these baby Instagram updates. It's
1: so funny you ask because my mom just made me pose on my blanket. We had to keep up with the (laughs) 562 months.
2: Right, exactly. (laughs) I mean, at what point? And you know, it's funny too because John Legend and Chrissy Teigen big bravo fans they did one where it was like john's you know whatever month birthday and i was like that's what i was gonna do because my birthday is in two weeks so i'm just saying
1: oh eric i'm sorry i know like i just i mean just because i i it sucks for anyone having a birthday during this time
2: right it's fine it'll be fine everyone should do a drive-by thing like we talked about with Gigi. just like a walk i'm
1: not, I'm not driving over <laughs> there i'm so You're sorry yeah like-
2: <laughs> Not coming to Queens I'm sorry <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: well also at the sip and Sea party one moment that has nothing to do with MJ and Reza and their drama was between Sarah and Nima and this whole season we've seen Nima going through a lot of struggles with his parents and what happened when he was growing up when they separated him and his sister and ended up living in you know different cities across the country Nima's been dealing with a lot of anger issues, a lot of resentment towards his family, both his mom and his dad. And he had this moment with Sara where he was talking about it. And Sara drops kind of a bomb saying that her father was killed in this tragic car accident moments after he dropped her off. And I think she really put things into perspective for him saying, you know, life is short maybe take this time to really think about how to rebuild your relationship and make sure that you're valuing that you still have your dad here because that's not the case for everybody. And I was just like, damn, I didn't see that coming.
1: I know. You know, it almost feels like this ultimate trump card to be like, my parents died, so you should put that in perspective. But it's like, just because your parents are alive doesn't mean there aren't terrible emotional scars with it you know and like right I I do think Nima should forgive his father but like also that was a really crazy thing to do like the way they handled their divorce you know yeah that is traumatizing so I feel like it kind of sometimes can be a little bit minimizing to be like well at least your dad's alive
2: totally yeah I think it's very much two separate issues but it also speaks to the fact that Nima's going to have trouble in his life and in his relationships and potentially having his own family until he deals with these issues. So at the end of the day, you know, if your dad is still here and you're able to talk to him, like, have those tough conversations so that you can just move past it. True. Should we talk about everyone's appearance on Watch What Happens Live?
1: Yeah, that Watch What Happens Live episode was crazy. I... I think everyone needs to go to bravo.tv.com and watch the clips if you haven't. Because, you know, it was the first time we really got to hear from Tommy since everything has happened, his side of the story. And, you know, he kind of explained how when he went to Reza and Adam's house, yeah, he took a bat because he knew they weren't there. Like the bat was in his car because he plays softball. Do you regret taking a baseball bat out of your car? I play softball. There's not bat doors in my car. It's one with cleats and a glove. I, I've been to the house. I work a mile away from where they live. I could tell that they were at home. When I got out of that car, my, I was going to get out of the bat and just break all their plants. Which, I mean, that could be true or not true. I tend to believe it's true. And then as soon as he saw, like, oh, well, I don't need the bat. I can just pick up the pot, the, the potted plants and break them. You know, that's what he did.
2: Right.
1: Not good. I'm not saying it's good. But, like, I think it was important for him to make that clarification. Like, I was not going there to beat someone with a bat.
2: Right, exactly. And we've talked about this situation before. And I think at the end of the day for Tommy, what he went through with MJ practically dying, you know, the, the very risky pregnancy she had at the end, the very risky birth. I think he was really traumatized by that whole experience.
1: Well, my son was one was the worst, worst nights of my life.
0: Wow. Um, Should have been the best.
1: He knew I texted him. I texted him. I, she was in a coma. He knew that. He read it on national television.
2: What happened with Reza just set him off in this way that he could not control. And like MJ says, it's not condoning that behavior. It's not excusing it. It's not saying he should have done any of those things. But when you put it into the larger perspective of, of what they were going through, it's surprising that he you know, didn't do anything worse in a sense. Well,
1: and I thought it was interesting because Reza said in one of the clips that on the plane ride home from Hawaii, MJ said to him, You also have to understand that this is part of where Tommy has come from. It's how he was raised. Like when you come for someone's family with a comment, you have to take action, which I again, I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but it does give context into how Tommy feels and thinks and
2: his perception of things. And how he reacts to things.
0: Say hello to a new era of mental health care. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com podcast and use code WONDERY to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Do you ever feel like you're settling? For your foundation, that is.
1: And hello to a flawless, radiant complexion. Try our new foundation today and see the difference for yourself at Amazon.com slash Instant Eraser Foundation.
2: What Reza said to MJ at the pool party was unacceptable. What Tommy did in retaliation was unacceptable. But when it comes down to what really happened in the situation, and especially watching this episode of Watch What Happens Live, I think reza and adam almost had an advantage going first because it's it's almost like they could take control of the narrative from the beginning yeah. of the episode and i felt that mj came in kind of hot obviously tommy is often coming in hot but it's just really the way he oh, talks.
1: <laughs> he was so fired up like because i mean even andy he entered it like do you regret it? And to, like it's a game. And Tommy's yeah. like, no, no, like wouldn't even let him get to the question. It's time to play. Do you regret it? Tommy edition.
2: No. Okay. No. Tommy. It's really funny to watch couples interact on these situations because even the summer house reunion, yes. like yes. Amanda kept like blocking Kyle and like covering his mouth and like pushing him and then. MJ's doing the same thing to Tommy, being like, slow down, slow down. Because, you know, you can't really control what's happening in real time in that situation. You know, it's just, it is different than being on a reunion stage, I think.
1: I just feel like I completely understand now why, and I'm sad to say this, why I just don't think they can ever be friends again. Because if Adam felt uncomfortable lifting the restraining order, of course Reza has to... Respect that. Yeah. But then I also understand where MJ and Tommy are coming from, where it's like, that's great, but, like, I can't have you in my life then.
2: Yeah, I think Adam might have doubled down on the restraining order, almost to save his own ass, in a sense, because just going back to the whole situation between Reza and Adam, because at the root of this, whole situation over the course of this season it is reza and adam's relationship and because they went first you know if i were andy i think my first question probably would have been are you two in an open marriage yes or no because that has come up in the past yeah and it seems to be the underlying question over the course of this season but it just became so convoluted with all of the other factors, destiny being involved, all these other people being involved, for Reza and Adam to wear that bamboozled shirt as a way to be like, not we're the victims here, but
1: uh, no, but I mean, I think they do feel that way in terms because yeah. they said it was in um, in response to the alley situation, the bamboozled because right. their their thing is no, Adam wasn't sending dick pics, he was sending gifts and photos from the internet?
2: They weren't dick pics. Like they were gifs, like random things from the internet. They're not I, pictures. I've never taken a nude in my life. They're not. Also, are you saying the dick pic, even that you sent to Ali was not your dick? Yeah. I. That's why we feel bamboozled Andy. This became something that it never was. It was and we never, dealt with this two years ago. It was never about the text messages. I just think that Reza and Adam maybe are not taking full ownership, particularly Adam taking full ownership of the situation. And it's misleading. And the things that have happened with MJ and Tommy, they're having to now double down on their defense because we were presented with Reza and Adam's story first, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it really is sad to think that a friendship like Reza and MJ's has come to this point where they're not even talking to each other and they're not even able to be on Watch What Happens Live at the same time, you know? I mean, this is crazy.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It begs the question, could there even be another season, you know? Because the way this has all ended, I think it's irreparable at this point.
2: Do you agree that... Adam has never sent a nude of no, himself.
1: <laughs> not even that. He says he's never taken a nude of himself.
2: Right. No,
1: I don't agree. Like, I I, I am sad for you if that is the case for anyone. Like, please yeah. take a nude of yourself, you know? like
2: Just for yourself, even. Just,
1: just for yourself. All, like, to your significant other. Like, life is short. Appreciate your body, you know? It's
2: so true. I mean, let's be real. I am into my 30s, I look back on pictures from the tw- my 20s, and I'm like, damn, I hope I took a lot of nudes back then because, you know, your I 20s. I definitely
1: did not take <laughs> enough in my 20s. So I'm using my 30s to make up for lost time.
2: Right, right. I mean, thank God for these cameras on these phones, let me tell you.
1: That said, please no one, you know, hack my
2: phone. <laughs> <laughs> Stay out of my iCloud, everybody um I'm curious, to all the listeners too. Do you think Adam has never taken oh. a nude? <laughs> I totally
1: Have you taken a nude? Tweet well, us that. I mean, yeah, <laughs> us
2: at mexico and Eric J Mac. I mean, it is just—it's funny to hear somebody say that in 2020, especially Adam and Resa. You know, I just—I don't totally believe that there's yeah. not that be happening. Clear,
1: Eric and I are not soliciting your nude photos. We just want to hear if you've taken them because maybe you and I are just pervs and we don't know it.
2: Right. This has come up in the office before, remember? And I won't say who, but one of our coworkers was like, I've never. And we were like, you haven't lived then.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I hope that's the status of that has changed.
2: (laughs) I think in quarantine, it probably has. Yeah.
1: Well, I think to wrap it up, I would say that this was just an insanely good season of Char... Like, everything that's happened has been sad in terms of MJ and Reza, but, like, I was every week just so excited to tune in.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's sad to see friendships fall apart this way, but whether there are cameras rolling or not, people in life grow apart and things happen that divide friendships, and it's sad, but, you know... Reza and Adam have their home, their life. MJ and Tommy, they have their son, Baby Shams now. And so they both have things to be grateful for. And if they can't work out a friendship, then that's just the way it is. But
1: Well, next week we have interviews with Sutton Strack from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and Camp Getaway's Niall Lundgren. See ya. Bye. And remember, watching Bravo isn't a guilty pleasure.
2: It's self-care.
1: Guys, let's keep the conversation going. We want to talk to you all week long. You can find us on Instagram at Bravo Daily Dish.
2: And on Twitter at Bravo TV. Just don't forget to use the hashtag Bravo Daily Dish.
1: Or reach out to us personally. I'm everywhere at Meg Segura.
2: And I'm everywhere at Eric J. Mack. That's E-R-I-K.
1: And if you're on Facebook, join the Daily Dish Facebook group.
2: You can post about what you're watching, your favorite shows, who's your favorite housewife, ask a question, start some drama. There's a lot of good stuff in there, so check it out.
1: You can also learn more about the podcast at BravoTV.com.
0: Bye guys.
2: Bye. Looking fun, and I got my girls with me, with the boys at the
1: table getting tipsy, miss me